0: Dave Marcus, good evening.
1: Yeah, hi, Marcus. Um, fish and chips. Yes. Yeah, um, I ran you a few months ago regarding cheesy weezies. Remember, I've owned a fish shop in Rotorua,
0: or I did, did you, it that day. You invented the? Did you invent the cheesy wheezy? You sold no. your you sold your fish shop to your son. That's correct. Yeah. No, I didn't invent
1: it, but it was uh, in the yeah, early it, days of it, twenty years or so ago. But it seemed
0: it seemed to have sprung around Mudapara or somewhere like that. The cheesy weezy within your area, eh? Yeah, you got a great memory, yeah. mate. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, if you, you, I remember more of the very good calls, but I remember speaking to you, and I remember I got inundated by people saying, "What a fantastic uh, chip shop fish shop you run!" So I felt really good about that. I almost felt like we'd got spoken to the oracle.
1: <laughs> oh well, not quite, Marcus, but. I uh, was in forestry, high-level forestry, and was made redundant in the end of the 80s, and I wondered what I should be doing, and my wife said, well, the kids like your fish and chips, why don't we try a fish and chip shop? So I went from forestry to fish and chips. The first year, two, three, four, were a bit bumpy, because there's a real, fish and chips are not easy to cook. Uh, Everyone has different tastes. But right from the day one back in 1990, we always put on the board our standard fish, which in those days was about $1.50, now it's $4, um, was cardinal or um, trevally or stuff like that. And we always had a choice. We always made sure we had at least three choices of harpooker, snapper, gurnard, and whatever the other fish was, hokey at times. But this bassa, I'm ringing about that, it's toxic. It's, it's, <laughs> you can smell the radiation on it. It's farmed in the Mekong Delta, and it's full of antibiotics, and it's awful. I don't know why anyone used it, and yet a lot of the major hotel chains and that used it in their fish dishes. It's got good texture, it looks good, but its edibility is awful.
0: Yeah, I got a fisherman mate, and he's, he he gets really he gets really racked he got really racked up about it. He just he he he's really opposed. I guess for those reasons.
1: Yeah, he definitely. I don't know how they let them bring it in. When you see the the reports on it, you know we're worried about chickens full of antibiotics. It's about ten times as bad, apparently.
0: Is it normally sold as wet fish in supermarkets? Under they call it like it is. It's called baza baza. It comes
1: in frozen, but because it's a very white fish, the, the uh, stuff that's in the supermarkets is flawed. Um, you no, know, it's just awful. I, you know. Oh.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, so, 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 tell me, Dave. Just back to it, because you, you, if you're out getting fish and chips, and not at your son's place, but just out and about, are you normally yeah. pretty happy with the four dollar with, with the, the, the the ordinary? I mean, you'd normally just go for the bit of fish rather than specifying your brand, like going for a cod or a snapper, you just get the $4 bit?
1: Uh, Generally I do because most people, the better fish that you can get, you know, I mean red cod's badly maligned, but if it's looked after and cooked properly, it's fine. But I, I always do ask what they're cooking just in case that B word comes up.
0: Because <laughs> I imagine uh, normally with the $4 fish, they're probably moving more of it, so it's probably the fresher one also too, and it's the one they know how to cook better. I, yeah, I often think no, when you go to a fish... Oh.
1: Je- no, generally the $4 one, if people are cooking a selection, quite often that $4 one will be frozen hokey okay. or, or, or a frozen fish. Um hokey's very popular. Nothing wrong with frozen hokey, but but um, and then the others, of course, like snapper, Cherokee are uh, uh, dearer and hopefully fresher. Yeah. Mm. That's all. I just wanted to point out that bass is a B word.
0: You're not missing the. You're not missing the the, the deep fryer, Dave. You're happy not being there. I was in the unfortunate position, <laughs> Marcus,
1: where I was. Getting a bit long in the tooth, and my wife got very ill, and I had to look after her. So I sold the shop, and so that I wasn't a uh, interfering old so and so, I said to the son, "You've been here with me twenty years. You can run it. If you need help, yell. If you don't, I won't see you." So I haven't been
0: involved because I didn't want to. Wow, so you haven't. Wow, and he he hasn't needed your advice. Um, no, no, not really. A couple of times
1: when someone's not turned up for work or that, I popped over to give them a hand for a, a half an hour or something. And we always talk about what's going on, where to get the fish. You know, this time of the year, quotas are running out and make sure you've got plenty of suppliers and stuff like that. But just general knowledge that I'd never, ever tell them what to do or how to do it. I think that was, you know, he took over. He's doing a better job than me, too.
0: Although, Dave, you would tell him not to stock Baza, though, wouldn't you?
1: Oh, if he, if he
0: stopped, started to <laughs> stock
1: Baza, I, I'd disown him. In fact, I'd divorce him. <laughs> no, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't take it anyway. He, he uh, Yeah, no, no, I was about old and grumpy in the end, I think.
0: <laughs> Look, really nice to talk, Dave. Thanks for calling again. Love it. 19 away from 10, talking fish and chips. He was good, eh? So the footballer fish is good. And normally it seems, bit, uh, but there's the whole thing about it being whether it's sustainable, but it seems like that they were pretty onto it. And there does seem to be a difference between blue cod and red cod too, that red cod's more plentiful, but anyway. Marcus.